0: May we turn to the gospel according to John, chapter 14, verse 23. And Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Beloved, we are coming to the table of our Lord today because we love him. If a man love me, he'll keep my words. He said, you do this, You do this. And we're keeping his words. We're here in obedience. And he says that we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Our Lord is here. He's in this communion. And we partake of Christ. It is by faith that we've received him. And it's by faith that he is Blessing us. But today, as I stand here in this pulpit as your pastor, I feel that this phrase, that this text covers the years that we've been together. It was on October the 1st, 1933, that I preached the first sermon occupied the pulpit. In this church, and I preached a sermon on a certain trumpet. I don't know how many of you remember it or not, but I remember it very well. A certain trumpet. How many of you people were here 34 years ago? Let's see your hands. Thank you. 34 years ago today, I stood here for the first time. And everything that's happened to us in these 34 years, that's a third of a century. I believe has happened because we have sought to keep his words if a man keep my words my father will love him and we will come unto him and I believe that the Lord has loved us I believe he's protected us I believe he's delivered us and in this 34 years that we've been together we've seen all sorts of problems difficulties, troubles everything and yet you dear people god bless you you've stood and you've suffered and as i came into the sunday school this morning to go around to the classes i tried to get around to all of them it's rally day and wonderful spirit and the folks are coming and the young people were so happy I went into one of the departments and they were getting ready to sing happy birthday to one of the members of our church and she was one of the teachers standing there and she kind of flushed and she says this is my birthday October 1st she says I remember the first Sunday you came here you came on my birthday and so we stood there and we sang happy birthday to Mrs. Ruth Myers I didn't ask her any other questions we just sang together But 34 years ago, I came into the lobby to come into the church and met another dear lady who's been a member all these years. And I greeted her and she smiled and I spoke about the trial of tomorrow and asked her to be in prayer. She says yes, Doctor McIntyre, but she says that's all offset by the good things he's doing for us. That's all offset by the good things he's doing for us. And you know that's just an emphasis. God says. We'll come unto him, and my Father will love him. And it's the good things, all oh, these good things, that God is just doing and doing and doing for us. And as you all know, we've had a most miraculous opening whereby we're able to get a hold of this Congress hall down in Cape May. It's just electrified so many people, and the Lord has just undertaken. And I dropped the word on the radio yesterday, one of our elders here, came to me and said, Dr. Mangar, why don't you ask 150,000 people to give you the $150,000 you need? Everybody give a dollar. Why don't you do that? And I said, well, I don't know. Well, maybe some people want to give more than that. But you know, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just let that pass on the radio one morning. Just let it pass. And uh, yesterday, we had a meeting of one of our boards and was Afterwards, one of the ladies came to me, and she said, Dr. McIntyre, she says I've got a silver dollar that I've been saving. It's 1923, silver dollar. She says, I heard you say you want 150,000 uh, uh, people to give you a dollar. She says, here's mine. And I said, my, oh, my. And a 1923 silver dollar. I don't want the United States Treasury to know that I have it. But uh, uh, she gave it to me. And yesterday afternoon when Dr. Richard and I made this call on uh, this dear Miss Leach who's shut in and wanted to leave the old church and wanted to come with us. And and we were talking. She said, oh, just a minute. She says, wait a minute. She says, I want to go get you my dollar. Uh, She said, I heard you wanted 150,000 people to give you a dollar. She says, here's mine. And so she went off and got her pocketbook and she brought it over. And it's the most marvelous thing to see this spirit. And the Lord says... If a man love me, he'll keep my words, and my Father will love him. Now, there are plenty of people that don't love us. There's plenty of people that hate us. There's plenty of people that are against us. And they are against us, I believe, simply because of the way in which we've stood, and the way in which we've lifted up this standard, and the way in which we've fought. But the Lord says, I love you. He says, I love you. And he says, we will come and make our abode with him. It is the presence of the Lord with us that sustains us. It's the presence of the Lord with us that enables us to have confidence. It's this that gives us victory in ourselves. And suppose the heavens should pass away. This word will not pass away. Suppose the mountain should be removed and carried into the depths of the sea. What is that? That's nothing. Oh, beloved, our God is the God of creation. He is the God of redemption. He's the God who gave to us this sacrifice of his Son. And this God is able to meet every need and every challenge and every trial that may be laid upon us. And it's that faith that is our victory it's that confidence in him that gives us this great delight and i just want to say as we come to this communion service you know i'll never forget it we postponed the communion 34 years ago so i could preach the first sunday then we had communion the second sunday and you know i preached that first sunday on a certain trumpet and we gave the sermon away to everybody and some people had the nerve. I won't mention any names, but I know who it was. They came to Dr. Chamberlain, the dear senior, and says, Don't you think you ought to get somebody to help the pastor with the communion? He's too young. I was 27 years old, and they were afraid that I couldn't conduct a communion in such a big church. So somebody came to the senior elder, Dr. Chamberlain, who's with the Lord, and said, Don't you think you maybe ought to get somebody else to help the pastor with the communion? He's so young. Well, I must confess, when I look at my pictures 34 years ago, I did look a little different. But just think what God has done. Just think what God has done. If any man will love me, he will keep my words. If he loves me, our love is to Christ because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us and gave himself to be the propitiation for our sins. And so we are a pilgrim people. We're on a journey. We just have one task to do, and that's to keep his words. That's to be faithful to the Son of God. And God will keep us. And I do thank God that, and I can say it at this table with you people, that for 34 years I've stood in this pulpit, and God's kept us in health and strength. And you and I have been through many a battle, and we probably have some more of them ahead of us. But regardless of what the battles may be, when we came, we were having the storm clouds over the church. We were getting into the great struggle. You people stood. But today, the storm clouds are over the nation. The storm clouds are over the nation. And these areas now in which we're being called to go in and testify and fight concern our freedom, which involves the preaching of the gospel in this country. And we've moved into these broader areas now where these same great issues are involved. And I pray that just as in the old days, you know, in the old days, beloved, you people went to Presbytery and you saw what was going on. And when the showdown came, we stood together. We stood together because we love this word. Now we're getting into these other great struggles of the liberty of a radio station to preach sectarian doctrines and to raise money for their support. And when this thing comes to a head, it's my prayer that not only will you be standing with us, but countless others in this country will be standing with us too. And we'll be standing for the freedom of this gospel and the message of power and life which God's given. So let's sit down to the table together. Ask the Lord to forgive us. Ask him to cleanse us. Ask him to give us grace to go on the rest of the way. And he'll do it. If a man will love me, he'll keep my words. And my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Now let us turn and sing just two stanzas of this communion hymn. As we come to the table, 292, Break thou the bread of life, dear Lord, to me. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Savior, on the night in which he was betrayed, met with his disciples in the upper room. And at the conclusion of the Passover, he made the transition from the Old Testament to the New. And as the blood of the Lamb was represented in the Passover, so the fruit of the vine represented his blood in the New Covenant. And as the flesh of the Lamb represented it under the Old Covenant so the bread as broken under the new. And he blessed it, and he partook of it first, and then he gave it to his disciples, saying, This bread is my body, which is broken for you. Take and eat. This cup is the new testament in my blood, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Drink ye all of it. And now we come and let us pray. Our Father, we come with that early band of disciples, and we ask that our Savior, who spoke to them, may speak to us. And we ask that Thou wilt consecrate and separate these material elements for this holy and this covenant. We pray that Thou wilt enable us to partake of Christ, that He may be our strength our life, our grace. For Christ's sake, amen. And now as we come to the table, may I assure all of you that this is the table of our Savior, and only those who belong to him has he invited to be present, to take part. The ungodly, the unbelieving, the unregenerate, and not to put their hand upon this until they have been saved by grace. Those of you, however, who are not members of our church, but who are true believers and are members of some visible church, we invite you to take part with us and to join us in this supper. The boys and girls, the children of our church, who have not yet appeared before the session and made their confession of faith and been received in the membership, they're not to partake of it until that day. now our savior said this bread is my body which is broken for you take and eat The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities, For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are his grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children to such as keep his covenant. And to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his host, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, And as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. has anyone been overlooked in the passing of the bread? And our Savior said, take and eat. And after the same manner, our Savior took the cup, and when he had supped, he gave it to his disciples. Our savior opened his mouth and taught them saying Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven Blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. And he said unto me, Write, these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city the holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God having the glory of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious even like a jasper stone clear as crystal And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb was the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it, and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they that are written in the Lamb's book of life. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God And of the Lamb, in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruit, and yieldeth her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star, and the Spirit and the bride say, Come. He which testifieth these things says, Surely I come quickly. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Has anyone been overlooked in the passing of the cup? And our Savior said, drink ye all of it. Our Father, we thank Thee for this great deliverance. The blood of the Lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. We thank Thee for the victory that Christ won over all the hosts of darkness and that He is the one who alone opened the tomb and brought light into the grave. We thank Thee that we can say, to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Oh, bless this congregation. Unite our hearts together. Be with us as we walk the road that thou hast appointed for us. Bring into our fellowship those whom thou wouldst have join us. Take care of these children and these boys and girls and these young people gathering about us and growing up in the midst of these fearful days. God bless our home. Lord, keep us true, and hasten that great day, that glorious day, that magnificent day, when the trumpet shall sound, and our Savior shall come in his glory in the clouds of heaven. Lord, we thank thee that thou didst choose us that we might serve thee, and that all that we do and everything that we do might be to the glory of God. For Christ's sake, amen. Now we read that before they went out, they sang a hymn together. And let's just remain seated and sing together one verse of just as I am, without one plea. and Then as is our custom here, we'll stand on just one verse of when the roll is called up yonder. We all know them both, just as I am, without one plea. We thank thee that we know the love of God. We praise thee that thou hast called us into the holy communion of the church universal, and that with the redeemed on the other side of the veil,